the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. I am the Bowtie Guy. And I am the Biker Chick. And we are here to help you take your mess and turn it into a message. Hopefully you find a little something interesting out of it and have some fun with it. If you like the show, make sure you share it with someone. If you don't like the show, share it with someone you don't like because they might like it. Maybe they'll need it. But we want you to share the show regardless. Use that hashtag TuneInTuesday. Just want to let you know, Pastor Dan in Portland <gasps> is our $5 Starbucks card Yay. winner this week. He uh, posted the show. He was listening. He had a great picture that he put it on uh, with his fireplace in his church in Portland. I was like, oh man, can you imagine listening to the Mess It Up podcast in your church in, in Portland with the fireplace? That's oh, fantastic. That would be so outstanding. Yeah. This is such a fall time of year and um, thanks Pastor Dan for listening. Really appreciate it. Keep on listening and hope you enjoy that Starbucks. So uh, just a couple of bookkeeping things to get out of the way. We do have a Facebook page. Our Facebook page is... Uh, mess it up uh, podcast on the Facebook so check that out please post there we, we, I go and I look and it's like I'm looking for conversations and my wife will tell me stuff like she'll send me a text I'm like don't send me a text put it on the internet so people can talk about it and share your thoughts so go there have a conversation with the rest of the community all of our messers become messies yeah and um, we also have a, a Twitter account. We have an Instagram that I like to post on. So check us out on those places. You can send us email info at messituppodcast.com or bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or now that I get to talk, bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. <laughs> ah, just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. Sometimes I talk a lot. I'm looking at the clock right now, Christina, and I just want you to know it was only 90 seconds that I dominated at the beginning of the show. 90 seconds out of 29 minutes that you will dominate we, the show. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll shorten the show so that you can have a little bit more percentage of time. But yes, I do. Um, if you think I take too much time, please send an email or post on the uh, Facebook page. Do that. Uh, get out there and let us know. Hey, Paul, time to hush down. Like maybe hashtag tune in Tuesday, hashtag hush it down, Paul. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I just awesome. love to give you a little crud about that. Crud is so fantastic. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say any other words, so crud works. We try to keep it, we try to keep it you know, PG rated PG. if we can. We definitely don't want to have to put that E for explicit on our That's stuff. That's right. If we don't have to. So I appreciate the fact that you kept it uh, mellow for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So how are you doing this week? Okay. Just okay? Yeah. Any reason why just okay? Because I'm doing amazingly better than I have almost all year long. That's fantastic. Yeah. We should probably focus on you today then. You think? Yeah. But then that means I have to talk. Well, yeah, always. Oh, see, this is a setup. Always. Hashtag setup Tuesdays. Um, I was, uh, th this year has been a rough year for me. Uh, 2018 mm -hmm. would be a year that I would, if I was categorizing all of the years of my life, and there's, this is my 51st year of breathing, mm -hmm. I would say that this year has been, yeah, because I'm 50, and so the first year is zero. Oh, you are 50. So, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking you were 52. And, oh, it's because all the twos in your birthday. Oh, God. No, it was because your you birthday. You thought I was older than I am. I did. I thought only, you thought I was younger than I was. Oh, only because mercy. there's a lot of twos in your birthday. Yeah. Well, right? 
There are a lot of twos. So 222, that, that, that 68 confused. people. Don't forget to send well wishes on the birthday. Yes. So anyhow, this year, if I was going to give a year back, this would be probably one of the one or two years that I would give back of my life that I would say, hey, somebody else can have this. And the only one that really comes in competition with this particular year would be the year that I got arrested and went to jail. But yeah. everything else, there've been bad things, but nothing has had the sustained quality of yuck that 2018 has had. And the past several weeks have been pretty fantastic. Nice. Um, I've just had some good, good positive vibes coming and good things happening that make me feel happy to wake up in the morning and like it's time to get out of bed let's go do something let's go make yeah. this happen and and I don't feel a, a feeling of dread or what I would sometimes feel is when I'm sitting on the couch late at night watching TV just feeling like why bother what's the purpose in all this and I, I just get depressed and that hasn't been happening It's it's been a complete different thing and I feel great right now because of that so we've, so, we've swapped places is what you're telling me it's like um, it's like Freaky Friday, uh huh, um, yes, or the Parent Swap, or any right. of those you know cray cray things like like Eighteen yeah. Again, or I don't know. There's a lot of those movies. Send us your movies that you've seen that are the, the, the whole body switch thing, like where you know somebody touches something and there's a shock from a, and then all of a sudden people flip flop. Yeah, that was dead air. That was, yeah. but I was like, I don't do movies. I don't watch movies. Very, very rarely do um, I watch a movie. Really? Yeah. I, I, I do enjoy a good movie every now and then. I'm more of a TV guy than a movie guy because of the time that it takes to watch a movie. By the time we're ready to sit down in front of the TV, usually Bev doesn't have a movie left in her for the day. Yeah. So I don't start one. But the other day we did watch a great one, which I'd been meaning to watch. And it was the movie Priceless, which was done by the for King and Country guys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I avoided it because a lot of times, a lot of you know, honestly, Christian movies sometimes are like really high quality, high school quality. Absolutely. And so I, I shied away from just because I, I preferred something a little. But this was really, really well done. Good hmm. story, good acting, good directing, good it, Is it on Netflix? Or it, it where was is not it? on Netflix. Where is it at? I found it on Amazon Prime. Okay, as a, I have that. As uh, a free Prime movie cool. uh, to watch. So it was, But it was not on, on Netflix or Hulu or any of the others. But Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime okay. had it. And it was, um, it was really, really good. Can I interject something right now? I'm going to hope that you do. And so do the people. What's the big wow? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See? Here we are. We're like seven minutes into the show. And it's... And we haven't even done the big wow. And it's so funny because I'm getting a phone call right now from Pastor Dan. Pastor Dan, you're calling me right now. And I'm texting you and say I can't talk right now. Our big wow is farce. And what does that mean? A farce is something like it's a big put on. It's 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 a hoax. It's a lie. It is not what it appears to be. Like Ooh. sometimes my intelligence is a farce. <laughs> I'm just faking it until I make it. But other times my stupidity is a farce because I'm really super duper smart. Right. Yeah. So sometimes my happy mood is a farce. Um. Yes. I I do the happy farce. Which is a forced farce. 
A lot. It's a great word of the week. Yes. Because it's so close to another word. It is. And it makes me kind of childish in my brain. Absolutely. When I hear it. Yes. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's good to laugh. It is. And my grandson loves that other word that it's like. So does my children. I think all boys do. I do. Yeah. But my daughter does too. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I can't stand it. Uh, Well, you know, it's just funny. Um, Especially when Roman's walking through a store and he loudly expresses what his body has just done in the middle of aisle three. Aha! Oh nice. My, well, that's it, fantastic. At least it's not a number two in aisle two. Ha 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 ha! But I'm Yeah. So anyhow, um, <laughs> it's gonna be a great let's, show. Let's reel this back <laughs> in now. Um, but the uh, the the priceless movie is the the premise of it mm. is yeah. that it's this um, it, it deals with human trafficking. And uh, girls that are uh, taken and forced into prostitution. Right. And it was just, it's so refreshing because it's yeah. so easy for Hollywood to take a movie about prostitution and R-rate it. Fill Absolutely. it with skin and right. stuff. And these guys didn't. They told the story. You got the, the full effect of yeah. what was going on. And you didn't have to have the cussing. You didn't have to have the nakedness. You didn't have to have right. the bodiness. It was just a really well done, well done movie. Nice. So I, I really recommend uh, Priceless. Priceless. Yep. Find it on uh, on Amazon, or you can buy it or rent it on iTunes as well. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. It is good. It's definitely an, an issue that needs to be more publicized and more at the forefront of people's daily reality. I think. I think the sex industry is just incredibly, incredibly harmful. And it's made light a lot. You know, oh, she just chose that, or this just happened, or, you know, she just wants it. You know, I think Look at all the money she's making. Absolutely. Yeah, and and, and you get the, the, you know, meathead guy mentality. Well, she gets to do that all day long, so I, I would do that for free, and she's getting paid. No. No, it's not what she wants. And the thing that I love is not only are they trying to bring attention to that, but every time I've seen For King and Country in concert and they talk about this, they talk about not just prostitution, but the fact that if men would stop looking at pornography, it would kill that industry. It is a... Uh, a supply and demand industry and we are the demand making these ladies the supply and even if they and I'm air quoting want to and even if they get paid great money right the message that's being sent to our daughters and our Mm -hmm. sisters and our moms is horrible that's and that's the whole point of this movie is that they are priceless They're, they're without price right yeah, so yeah, I, I I really really can get on board with that, and and I know the mess that pornography made of my life, being addicted to pornography. I was gonna go there next. I was just talking about in my my book this week. I was writing about not my issue, my struggle with pornography, but my relapse with pornography. Yeah. After I'd gotten into recovery, and after I'd gotten into leadership 
with recovery that I got comfortable and I had a relapse with pornography and it, it it was just I don't know it, it was bad yeah and I didn't think it would happen mm-hmm. I thought I've got this handled and right. there's no way that I'm going back there because I could see the damage I could see the destruction right. I could see the lives that it destroyed or right. or it didn't ruin them. It didn't destroy them. It, it devastated lives and it dramatically changed lives. Right. And that still wasn't enough for me to not go back to that same cesspool, losing my job, losing my career, losing my credibility, losing my ability to go get a job, losing friends, losing family, alienating family. None of that was enough because I was so stinking selfish. Right. And I wanted to say, as I was writing about it, I wanted to say, you know, because I was thinking, well, why did I have a relapse? What, what caused that? And my initial, I was, I was writing this sentence. I just got curious and I was like, baloney. I just got selfish. I wasn't curious. I didn't wonder what that person would look like. Right. I didn't think, gosh, I, I wonder what pornography is like. It was, I want to do this regardless of who I'll hurt. Regardless of whether it hurts my wife or my family or, or did, myself. Did you think that they wouldn't find out so it was no big deal? Here's the, the, the big time evilest of lies, I think, for pornography. It's a victimless thing. Big lie. Nobody's there. Big lie. Nobody's getting hurt. It's just me. So here's... Here's who's getting hurt with pornography. First of all, the person in the picture. The thing that originally got me to stop looking at pornography was a a thing. I had to unplug that water cooler. It was driving me nuts. And then I made even more noise than that. It was such a nut. The lady that was working with me as part of my probation as a counselor had me read this article and I wish I would have known we were talking about this or I would have looked up the article but this article was written by a person and they did a study they took guys um, and ladies who looked at pornography mostly men but a couple of ladies as well were involved Mm -hmm. in the study they gave them all a random pornographic picture some of them were softcore some of them were hardcore and what they had to do was with the, the person who was running the study they had to get into that pose that was in the picture Because like, oh, it's just a picture. Oh, it's just this. Right. And then they had to do it. And they saw how degrading it was. And now they didn't, they they did it fully clothed. Yeah. But it made me think, oh my gosh. And and that was one thing that made me stop looking at pornography. And the the other one was, I looked at an image that the person, you know how sometimes, oh, that looks like, you know, whoever. And this looked like a person that I knew. Yeah. And it just completely threw me off. um, Because... I did not want to see that person in yeah. that way. Right. Um, so those were the two things that initially got me to look at it. But but that idea that it's victimless, I hear that from so many Absolutely. people. And, and unfortunately, mostly men. It's not only men who look at pornography, but it's a male-driven uh, industry. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, now... Now I'm having this big debate in my head because it is time to throw it to the song of the week. Uh-huh. And we had a song of the week picked out and then I, we were talking about that other movie. But I'm going to throw it to Christina's song of the week because here's what happens. I have a tendency to be in a podcast bully. 
And so I am, we're, we're now pointing at stuff and uh, we're, we're trying to decide here as we go. Um, we're, uh, what song of the week we're going to do, right? Gonna, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm showing Christina two songs of the week and she has chosen this one. Yes. Okay. So she has chosen for a song of the week. Are you ready now, people? Here we go. Everybody hold on to your socks. Pull over to the side of the road because we got radio hoys coming right now. Our song of the week, as suggested by the movie Priceless, is the song by For King and Country, Priceless. I see you dressed in white. Everyone made right. I see you rose in bloom at the side of you. Until Joy came out, that was like my For King and Country song. I just loved that song. And I still don't, you know, get me wrong. It's still a great song. I'm just more of a Joy guy. But this song is... It's incredible. I love it. As soon as I was reminded of what song we were talking about, um, I love, love, love this song. Because it's just so to the point of what a lot of women struggle with. I'm sure you can... I can't attest for men, but I can for women, you know, looking, just start off with mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, telling those lies, pointing out your flaws. Whew, that's so rough because a lot of times I will look in the mirror and I don't see what I should see. I don't see the positive parts of Christina. I see the flaws in me. And I can't get people, uh, I'm a big a lot of my friends really don't like that I am huge on politically correct speech. Uh-huh. And they say, it doesn't matter. That's a fireman. I said, you're telling all the girls, all my daughters, that they can't fight fires. Right. And they're like, yeah, well, he's a man and he's fine. I was like, okay, fine. But he's also a firefighter. So why are you so offended by that? And how come I can't make it so my daughter can feel like she can achieve? Right. And we do so much from the get-go. It just makes me cringe when I go down the store and I see, especially at Christmas time, you see people with their toys. And what do they get for the girls? The little princess set with the makeup because your little girl is three years old and she needs to learn how to do her makeup now at three because she's Mm -hmm. not good enough. 
And we just, there's so many things that we put into our daughter's minds about, you're not good enough. You're fat. You're, you better do this. Oh, you don't want to eat that because you want, and it's, my mom did that to my daughter. She's, we were driving and my daughter's like probably three years old. A police officer pulls out and I said, oh, sit pretty for the police officer. No, don't, just, no. It, it just, that whole brainwashed, girls aren't good enough. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Well, one of the things that I think is really um, coming on to the social media right now uh, that I see a lot that I happen to appreciate about the differences between men and women. We were created differently for a reason. Right. That doesn't mean that we can't accomplish beautiful things that the other sex can accomplish. It just means that we were designed differently. And I really enjoy the fact that I'm learning to appreciate the feminine parts of who I am, mm-hmm. but also understanding that there aren't boundaries based on somebody else's box that they want to put me in. Right. You know, I really appreciate the fact that if I want to go do something that is quote unquote, a more masculine career or a ma- more masculine trait, like I can do what I want. Yeah. Cause I can. Exactly. And uh, it, it drives me nuts when like, I'll have a friend like, Oh, I can't wear that pink shirt. Like why? Is your masculinity so close to the edge that the color of your shirt shoves you into being a female instead of a male? Like, I don't think you understand genetics. I don't think you understand biology. I don't think you understand much. I mean, you seem kind of like a goofball. So I loved the fact my son was at a a youth event and it was the launching at a a church, new youth program. They had, you know, party till midnight sort of thing. And he was up there and he was walking the, um, the stage like a model Mm -hmm. and, you know, just swaying his cape around and just having a good old time. And there wasn't a thought about it for him. He was just like, I'm having fun. This is a good time. And I know in the masculine male world, those that are stuck on what you should and shouldn't do as a male would have looked at him funny Mm -hmm. or differently and kind of sat back and went, Hmm question his sexuality. Right. But my son is just in such a beautiful place of security with who he is that he was like, I'm, I'm good. Let's do this. Let's have fun. You know? And I just love the fact that there's some part of him that is learning to be okay with himself because I think that's what we need to teach our kids. You know, I don't ever put, I love that all of my boys have walked around with purses when they were little, they've all had baby dolls. They've all learned to care and nurture and love. And I think if we were just a little more open-minded in a lot of ways, it's not emasculating. It's not, you know, making a girl more boyish. It's letting them be who they are. And I think there's a, a fine line between putting your hopes and dreams on somebody else and letting them be who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole idea of, um, getting, you know, the, the, the pornography issue and the, the, the degrading of whatnot. As I'm looking at the thing, the, the, the line that jumps out to me is in this, um, this bridge that it, it says, so when it's late, you're wide awake, too much to take. Don't you dare forget that in the pain, you can be brave. Mm-hmm. And he's not saying, get rid of pain. Right. He's saying in that pain, even there. You can. you can do it. And and that's the kind of reminder that I need 
for myself because there's gonna be pain. And that's when I wanna give up. That's when I wanna turtle up or just flat out turn tail and run. And, and, and these reminders that we can get through it. And then, you know, to follow on beyond that, you know, no matter what you've heard, this is what you're worth. You're, you're priceless. Yes. You're worth not nothing. There's not enough to make you, right. you know, equal in a change. Yeah. And, and that goes for all of us. And it's so easy to forget the, it's not our culture today. Our culture is to tear people down and we hear it from everywhere. I was talking to a friend today and he was referring to something in the political realm and he just had some degrading stuff to say about a person that he's never met. Right. Never. He's just, he's echoing what he's heard on TV about this person. Right. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, we, that person is God's favorite human being on the planet. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we just, I don't know. I wish we could show people more love. Absolutely. I really do. Absolutely. And I don't have to like people to love them. No. And sometimes, you know, I get super frustrated with people, but still that love that it just carries us through and makes it more worthwhile. It just, you know, we've got that value. Christ did it for us. He didn't Christ. I mean, can you imagine climbing up on a cross like that and going through that and then having people be like, ah, whatever, I'm going to go hurt this person because that's what I need. And, and that's, I mean, that's what I was doing with pornography. I was just feeding my needs. Like, right. I don't care about this person. I don't care about that person. I don't care about her or him or any of the rest of that. I just want my, you know, needs to be met. Right. There's a line in the song that says, I see you dressed in white. And to me, that, that equals purity, right? It's like when a woman wears white for her wedding. It's supposed yes. to be a sign of purity. And one thing I've heard a lot over the last several years and I even said it myself is I don't deserve to wear white when I get married. I'm too flawed. Mm. I'm too dirty. Yeah. I'm too. And so there's this, the stigma of not enough. You know, if you have a past, you're automatically not pure enough. You're not, you know, you're not entitled to wear that beautiful white gown on your wedding dress. It's gotta be pink or off white or beige yeah. or something. Or black. And yeah, I did wear black for my second wedding. Um, but it's that, that mentality, I think that we need to change of, you know, and it says it in here, you know, we can start over. It says, um, uh, where to go sisters, we can start again, give honor till the end. Yeah. There's never a place where we can't start again. Well, we can't move forward. And that line, I see you dressed in white. That's not, Hey, I'm looking around the corner and there you are standing in your white dress. It's like, uh-uh. I see you right now. With all the dirt yep. and the horrible, and this yep. song, you know, this movie is talking about people who have been sold into prostitution. Right. But when I look at you, here's what I see. Right. Here's what I see. And that's what God sees. When God's looking down at me, he's not seeing the guy that's stuck in the prison cell. He's not seeing the guy that's stuck in front of the computer, hopelessly addicted to pornography. He's seeing me. Right. The way he designed me. And he... He, he knows. He's like, go this way, Paul. You can do it. Come on, buddy. You could do it. You could do it. You could do it. And I guess that was kind of my point is if, if we could see ourselves the way that God sees us, mm-hmm. we would understand that we are worthy. We are worthy of that purity. We are worthy in God's eyes 
regardless of what we think of ourselves, regardless of our past, regardless of anything like that, God sees us very, very differently. Yeah. And wouldn't it be beautiful if we could have a glimpse of ourselves through his eyes? And not forget it. I get those glimpses Mm -hmm. and I forget them. Quickly. When I'm in that pain. You know, when I'm in that hurt, right? I, I erase it all. And sometimes I don't just forget it. Sometimes I'll shove it away, like go it. Cause I don't, I, I want to just be mm-hmm. in that. So that way I can act out. So I can do what I want to do for now because it's all, you know, poor me. It's so funny. I had somebody that I've never met in real life. We've become good friends over the Facebooks. And she asked me, how do you stay so positive? And I chuckled. Hmm. You know, she couldn't see that, but I sure knew it was happening. You know, I chuckled because I was like, she's got the wrong chick. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she thinks I'm optimistic, you know. And she asked me, what do you do to stay that way? And something God keeps reminding me of is rooting myself in his truths. Being able to, and that's what reminded me is when we're, Turning to God's truths about our lives, about ourselves, we get a glimpse of how he sees us. And so to root ourselves in that allows us to see ourselves a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So when we're in that moment of, I feel hopeless, you know, what does God say? You know, God says that he is our protector, that he is our shelter, that he is our strength, you know, that he's always there. You know, I don't provide anything like that for somebody I don't truly love. You know, I'm not going to walk by your side through a journey if I'm like, eh, you're just a, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm going to provide those things to those people that are very dear to me. It could be a stranger, but I still love you. Yeah. You know, it's out of compassion and, 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 and just because I'm in the middle of pain doesn't mean that God's not providing the shelter. Right. I mean, I, I can sit here and have a meal on the table. And if you're standing outside in the rain and not coming in the house, at some point, God still lets me choose to come through that door. And I know I have chosen to be out in the rain so many times. I'm just like, nope, bring it on. Let's have Absolutely. some, let's have a storm here. And I feel like I'm Lieutenant Dan up on top of the mast screaming mm-hmm. and yelling, is that all you got? Right. And he's like, no, it's not all I got, but I don't have this storm for you. I've got so much better mm-hmm. for you. And I'm looking for it to get worse. And he's like, no, Paul, mm-hmm. turn your head the other way. It's like I have a beautiful little prayer corner in my craft room that I can't get in. And I know on the other side of those curtains, there's beautiful things waiting for me. But for some reason, I can't get out of the storm and walk into that shelter. Mm. And I'm still trying to figure out why. Why I can't let that down. Um, And it's interesting when we choose to stay in the storm. Yes. Than it is when... We choose to seek that refuge that we know is there. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. How human. Well, that was uh, not at all where we went. If you can see our notes, we didn't talk. There's so many lines scratched will, through things. You will hear this every week. Yes. It just yes. happens. It's Whatever always happens, we, happens. We always like to plan and be ready in case we don't have something to say. And then God's like, hey, guys, co-host. Guess what? Here yeah. I am. Yeah. So... Man, I really loved this. Uh, This was a good one. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. And if you guys want to have some feedback for us, we love it. Remember, put some comments on the uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter page, 
on Instagram. Send us some emails and give us your feedback. Remember, Pastor Dan got $5 Starbucks card just because he used the hashtag TuneInTuesday um, before anybody else did. So get out there and use that. And you too, dear listener, can win something cool from us. Hear it, mess it up. That's right. And I just want to give it a shout out to Cindy. She is such a faithful listener all the time. She comments. I see her. So hi, Cindy. Way to go, Cindy! Yes, and Mandy. We I saw Mandy come back. Uh, listener Mandy was feasting this week. And also, I want to give a shout out to my brother David in Hawaii. Uh, he's been listening to us. So aloha, uh, brother David. And uh, hope that you're group is going great there on the big island so uh we will see you again next week next week people get ready with your ice cream because next week is show number 31 you need to get some baskin robbins have some ice cream with us for show number 31 um if you go in there you can tell them you're listening to show number 31 maybe they'll give you free ice cream i can't say if they will or not but please please try it and if they do I want to see a picture. Put that picture of you at the Baskin Robbins getting your free ice cream, or at least trying on our Instagram page. I don't even know what to you say got nothing. right now. Well, I got nothing. Um, I guess that's all we got. Thanks that's for listening. It. We'll catch you again next time on the Mess It Up podcast. We sure will. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.